0: Welcome to the Restoration Church podcast, Behind the Sermon, where we get to sit in on a conversation between our pastors and hear about what they're learning, what they're teaching, and what God is doing throughout our church. Enjoy the podcast.
1: Hey, welcome to Behind the Sermon podcast. I'm here with our lead pastor, Pastor Nate Gagney.
0: Thanks for having me here today, Jeremy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pretending that it hasn't been us for for a few weeks.
0: (laughs) I still feel like a guest.
1: Perfect. Good. I'm glad. We uh, it's actually now it's official. We can announce for the church that Pastor Stephen had his baby, which yes. is a little bit why we haven't heard him in a while. It's just been up in the air of whether he's hop on or not. Right. And uh, going through all the the labor joys. Mm. But uh, did you get to drive up yet? Did you get to
0: see? Yeah, it? I went on Saturday. Mm. Met Isaac Stephen Johnson. Isaac. Yep.
1: I I. I love having friends that, like, name their kids the way that they name. Like, it's just, it's not our yeah. culture. So, it's just like, oh, man, they got such cool kids' names. Yeah. Then Johnson at the end, but yeah, that's fine. So, that's cool.
0: Yeah, he was great and healthy and Rinku was doing good. and Yeah. Uh, their two daughters liked having a little baby brother.
1: That's awesome. That so was fun. I know, and she's... Told everyone specifically that the morning sickness was so real for her. She's probably just so happy <laughs> to be done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's been a time. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So how was Sunday for you?
0: Uh, yeah. It was a it was a good Sunday. Um, always <laughs> excited for Vision Sunday. Yeah. Be able to stop, slow down, celebrate. Um, share some thoughts of what we want to do for the year. Obviously, yeah. we shared two. To me, the two priority ones, Mm. which were um, celebrating 100 water baptisms in 2024. So we've got 10 down, right? Is it 10 or is there more I think
1: I think 10. 10. I thought 9, but...
0: Yeah, definitely 10. 10. Yep. And so celebrating, you know, so celebrating that by year end. Yeah. And then having the adults in the church hit... Um, or give 250,000 to kingdom builders. Yeah. That's been our goal for a couple of years. We've yeah. been close but we haven't done it. Yeah. Um so
1: Yeah, cuz that um the the speed the light giving was a significant. That was a huge Yeah. giving this year. Obviously the 11th place and all right. that like that was a significant. So now it's the adults we we've got to step it up. We've got <laughs> we've got to walk into that our for our sure. teenagers are are uh are kicking us right now they're doing a better job so that's good
0: they're, they're, not that
1: that's how you'd word it but
0: <laughs> yeah they we they're sitting in an example for us yeah we we would you know i'd love it for that to be reversed
1: yeah
0: <laughs> uh, but certainly it was a lot of people's generosity that helped the youth group hit mm. their number. so yeah. it's not like people aren't generous um you know, one guy from the church gave the boys a thousand dollars when they, that night when they did five hundred sit ups each.
1: Oh yeah yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true.
0: So like there's a lot of generosity. Yeah. But I def- definitely want us to hit that to hit that goal. And and I know that we will.
1: <sighs> <clears throat> yeah, I liked I-, I liked how much even in sharing your vision kind of that for the church, how much expectation has, like, permeated your language. Like, going through it, like, we expect this year to water baptize 100 people. Yeah. I think that is really different. Like, sometimes goals feel like um, not not your version of, not your teaching of hope, but just, like, wishing. Like, I was going to say hope for, but we just learned that that's a similar thing. You like, know,
0: I think the one thing that happens with me in the years I've been lead pastor is... There's been times we've set goals and four years later, we still never hit that goal from four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember, I don't remember what year, what, maybe, uh, actually, I don't remember what year, 2013, 2014. Yeah. We set a annual attendance goal of 265 people a week. And I think we were lower by year end, not closer <laughs> to it. And so it really it gives you, it really affects your confidence. Yeah. Like, am I hearing from God? What are we doing wrong? What yeah, are, yeah, yeah. And so we never, we didn't, we eventually hit that, but it wasn't even our goal once we did hit it. We stopped setting goals like that because they're like, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's nothing we can do about it.
1: <laughs> it and seems like it's going to just happen. Whatever's going to happen, happens. It,
0: well, it seems like it's never going to happen. Right. Honestly, it's probably a bit of our goal. So even water baptisms... The one year we hit 66 or 67, which yeah, was yeah. our previous high. Mm-hmm. It was kind of by accident. And we get to the end of the year, like, whoa, we did o- over 50. <laughs> yeah. And there's some people want to do it. Let's do an extra one. And we got to that, and it was a surprise. But then the next year, it was like, oh, I wonder if we'll hit that again. And it was like half. or felt like half. We didn't yeah. even. So this year, the 85 came as a surprise. And it's like, no, they're God's doing something here. Yeah. We need to expect it's gonna continue, not that it's gonna be a drop off. Right. Well, now that we've water baptized everybody, there's no one left. No, God's <laughs> gonna continue to save people. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Instead of bracing for impact, like, right. oh, the numbers are gonna be rough.
0: It was good, but it can't stay good. <laughs> you, you know, which I don't think is ever I don't know if that's necessarily my attitude, but mm. more I don't know that we can... I don't know. But yeah. God's done great things. There's no reason we should not be expecting him to do great things. He's done great things.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: What a year.
1: (laughs) It's got to be... I feel like it's got to be such a challenge to... Well, I guess it's easier this round because we have seen all of the amazing life change and like work through. I feel like having a good documentation of it, which is something that we've we've done-ish, but I feel like the previous reports, we've put in a couple testimonies and worked through it, but this year was really like well-crafted, which I feel like gave you a lot more, not that you're shooting facts at us, but more ammunition of like, come on like there's reason to celebrate reason to work through and it was just kind of fun that like this a report was compelling enough to read on a sunday <laughs>
0: like to open it and be like right.
1: let's go through a couple of things like i, I got think that a was few really cool.
0: text messages because we sent them in the mail to as part of people's annual giving letter yeah uh, not to everybody but to the majority i think mm. if yeah as long as you're giving, covered the postage, you probably got one. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I got a few text messages like, "Hey, got this in the mail," it made me cry. Yeah. Or wiping the tears from my eyes now. Yeah. And that was good. I think that's what we want, right? Because yeah. we're not just giving, right? To keep the heat on in the building. We're giving for life change. We're pouring out our life for life change. We're serving right. for life change. Yeah, that's why we're doing it. It's for it really is for just one more. Right. And if it's not happening, like if we whatever we had millions of dollars, but we had zero water baptisms, which happens at churches. Mm. What a waste. Mm. That's not what we're called to do.
1: Yeah, when you legitimately would hit the point of, you know, well, everyone here is baptized, right? right. But to work through, yeah, it's it's so great. Yeah, that number was fun, and I love... So wait, I'm bad at math. Yeah, we're, we're 10% through our, our goal already. How many baptisms do we have? Do we have 10? We're going to hit it. It's going <laughs> to March, be... We've hit the March baptism.
0: No one's signed up yet, but I know one of my friends is getting water baptized yeah. then, so... Yeah. <laughs> we'll be at 89.
1: Now, 89 left. you talked through, which I feel like would be fun to go through a little bit you talked through it's not in this book I don't know why I keep opening the report like those are your sermon notes Um you went through the 10 locations 100 ministers when when did we start tracking because you talked through like um once we started tracking we kind of counted from there like what is the, the timeline on that
0: Um let me let me see if I can find that out. I don't know if I'll know exactly, but, um, when we started tracking, then we counted some people who already counted, like, I think when we did it, Chris Pike was a pastor. So we counted him. Yeah. Like he was, um, Yeah. And he, well, he so, just, and then, he and just hey,
1: shifted over to the, to the missionary side.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Mike Eunice. Oh yeah, is on the list. So it was about that time that he left marketplace. He left the marketplace and began to lead a Christian nonprofit. Mm. He said God called me. Yeah, into um, into vocational ministry, and he left to become the director of options. Yeah. So that was when I started tracking it. So Chris is the only one on there that pre-exists him, because if I go back. 25 years ago. Right. Well, I can count myself. I can count. Yeah. Chris Dubois. I can count. Um. D- you know, Danielle Barney. I can count my sister. I can count. So.
1: Yeah. You just start picking all the yeah. people. I got to turn your game down. You're clipping a bunch. I'll cut this out. <laughs> uh, top one. Check, check. Yeah, that's better.
0: <laughs> Imagine if it was where it was. So. Yeah, so (laughs) that's where I started tracking it. Um, And, yeah, I don't know where we're at. We're 15. And then I've got a list of 21, no, 20. Yeah. Of adults and teenagers who have expressed, yeah, I feel a call to vocational ministry. Yeah. At some point. Actually, yeah. I'm just trying. There's a few names, and I'm wondering if they're in here. They're in here. Yeah. So.
1: So good, and because you talked this week, even what was it this week you you talked through the idea of of even serving here, like being. A, it, we need to view this as a missions field too. Like we need to view that. Yeah,
0: I did say that this week.
1: Yeah, it, it's hard because it's like it's such a message that rings true for me that i'm like shoot did we just talk about it or did you preach that
0: no (laughs) because we talked so the message was for more reasons why we're going to be people of expectation yeah and the last one the last reason is because of obedience to god we're going to be people of expectation Mm. and then i just shared the story which i went back and forth on sharing and then I threw it in last minute after I had decided I wasn't going to share it. <laughs> I decided during my message I wasn't going to share it and then still shared it. So yeah. that's how last minute it was. Yep. But someone expressing they better not be launching another location. Yeah. Like if that's the announcement, I'm going to be mad was yep. the implied sentiment. And... I'm Yeah, that's why I talked about it. Because imagine if we're sending a missionary Mm. to somewhere in the world and someone's like, we better not be announcing we're sending another missionary. Yeah. Like how much that exposes like our selfish motives. Yeah. And we are a mission field. So if we announce we're lodging another location, and the leaderships decided it, so it's not like I'm announcing it against the leadership. Right. The board's against it. The staff's against it, and but I get up and moving. announce it anyway. That would be a whole different issue. Yeah. But if the past, if the staff and the board and the lead pastor all agree, then hopefully the whole church would be awesome. Right. Let's do it. Here I am, Lord, send me. Yeah. Right. That should right. be our attitude. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I brought it up. We are Mission Field, the least church state. Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, and Massachusetts are first and second place. Yeah. So four states in two places. That's yeah. how bad it is. We're tying.
1: <laughs> We're just going. Yeah, because I was. Um, we uh, Haley and I got dinner with with some people from the church. After, after Vision Sunday, and they're not from here. They're from Texas, and they were talking through like we really didn't realize how different it was here. Like normal conversation in Texas is where do you go to church? Yeah, that's like when the when the room gets silent, you can't think of anything else. Like well, we know we have this common ground. Where do you go to church? Yeah, but that's not here. And you know, they I remember they were talking through. Like, the one time they brought it up around here, like, do you go to church? They were like, oh, that's not my vibe. I don't do that. And they were like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, what a different place we're at right now. Uh-huh. And, and so it's those stories that you're always like, oh, yeah, because for me and for you, like, we've been here. We understand yep. the conversation. And then when people come in, they're like, wow, it's different. Like, it's very mm. different. And, and it is. It's just it's a different world. It's a different world. Um,
0: our, our friends have moved, Ryan and Alyssa Ness. So they're from the Washington, Oregon area, which yep. is similar to here, though they're, I don't know how many years ago, those used to be the least church states. But then there was like subtle revival and church growth. And, really? Um, so now it's us. And so they moved from there to here. So similar. Yeah. And then they moved from here to Michigan. And people, oh, where are you going to go to church? welcome to the neighborhood, where are you going to go to church? Yeah,
1: and wow. Then, so they noticed right away. Yeah,
0: right <laughs> away. And they got asked so many times, oh, you should come check out our church. And then there were so many churches to pick from. Wow. You know, yeah, it was just so different.
1: Yeah, and it's just interesting when you think about, in our context, there are towns we can go to with absolutely no you know, Bible preaching church presence. And so it's just, yeah, it's so crazy. I get, I guess I get the mindset in a way, but again, it does reveal a couple things. Just as you were talking, it makes me think through, um, does opening another location or the idea of opening another location. And I'm ask, I'm asking the person who said it that, (laughs) that, you know, just, to you, does that feel like you lose something out of it? So is there something mentally that people feel like, you know, maybe they're, oh, well, every time you do this, you know, you you, you take the welcome center table to the next location and we just got that <laughs> there, right. you know, something like that. Or, or I feel like, you know, one thing that in the book that we've been reading as a pastoral staff, The Honor's Reward, it talks through um honoring people through I'm trying to remember how he words it, but it made me think through like it talks through you can't judge motives or work through motives and so I always wonder if if people would have that reaction is there is there this they assume a motive that we might have right. oh they want oh they're just trying to get their name out there they're just trying to be like elevation church or they're just and working through like, is there an assumed motive? I don't know. Again, I'm a- I'm not asking anyone that right. can answer it, but I just always yeah. try and work through mentally like what are those areas and how can we debunk it? Because that's not our heart. You know, we talk about it a lot. Like we don't want restoration to be famous.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it's um if it's even a a motive. You can. It could just be a demonic motive. Now the person could still attend our church. I have no idea. I, again, I don't know who said it. I didn't <laughs> ask. I didn't want to know. Yeah. Um. But I figured if the person had a real curiosity, they would come and say, "Hey, Pastor Nate, I was wrestling with this. Mm. Something exposed in my heart. I was wondering if you could talk through. I was afraid you were going to launch a new location, and that made me mad." can we talk about that? Can yeah. we process can it? We figure like, out yeah, a let me know what, what was going on. And I would ask questions and we'd walk through it. Yeah. And they'd walk like, thank you so much for helping me to stay connected with the church and not letting these grumbling thoughts yeah. and complaining thoughts and critical thoughts pierce and pollute my heart.
1: Mm.
0: I mean, that's what I would think is that's what I, I mean. I've done that.
1: Yeah 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 it's interesting like why wouldn't people why wouldn't wouldn't you you feel like we could
0: yeah you wouldn't have the conversation or you know there's probably yeah again maybe what we expect from church I've said it many many years over the years and not everybody has the same history with us as we do So, it could have been someone who maybe hasn't caught the mission or the vision yeah
1: or maybe a you know there's there's the idea of previous church experience right you know well you were asked to leave if you <laughs> questioned uh sermon topic right you know but here it's just a different I don't know right. I, I see it as a wide open opportunity to hey I'm I am yeah. struggling with this
0: you can text questions to this podcast and we'll answer them like, yeah you, you know you have ability to do that plus. Yep. You know, most everybody in the church has my cell phone number. Right, right. I'm not hiding from anybody. Right. Yep. And we all have conversations about anything. Yeah. I think sometimes people just get mad because they can't change our opinion, Well, you're not going to listen anyway. What do you, What do you You know, if, if you decide to launch a location, you're going to launch it anyway. Well, if the my I mean, we're we are we not not just deciding stuff on a whim. If right myself and the church board and the pastoral staff all decide. Right. So it's not one person deciding, it's all of us deciding together that we're right. going forward. I think after that many weeks or months of prayer and discussion, once we've decided because we've gone through weeks and months of discussion, right. sometimes years of discussion. Yeah. Then yeah, we're going to move forward because we're fairly, we're fairly confident. Right, right. We've worked through all that. of that and there's unity amongst a plurality of leadership. Yeah. Yeah, we're moving forward. Yeah. Now we'll talk with you and help you help bring right. you along. But we wouldn't change it because one person is not comfortable with it when the leadership is comfortable with right.
1: it. Right. And I guess it makes sense. It it's good to have those questions too because like they haven't we haven't if you haven't been along for the ride, now you have to process the however many months or years leadership has been talking about it. You have to process it within that one announcement. Yeah. But
0: our conversations about multi-site and reaching New Hampshire began in 2006. Yeah. Began. So this is not an overnight right conversation. And in my... I, 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 um, I came across some document while I was cleaning my office, cause obviously because we're packing, and it was a goal you know by in 10 years we'll be 10 locations and whatever yeah so let's come and pass it's been 12 years since I wrote that yeah so we're four locations because I'm not forcing anything as a leadership team we're not forcing anything we've said no to more opportunities than we've said yes to so this church merged with us and it didn't happen you can have this empty building. We said no. How many times have we said no to a closed church building?
1: At least two or three. Two
0: for sure. Yeah. I can't think of the third. I don't want to say yeah. where. But, yeah, so here's a free building. Do you want it? Sorry, it's not a right time for us. Yeah. So we're we've said no to more opportunities than we've yeah. said yes to. So it's not like we're... Anyway, we're really we? we off subject. I
1: feel like <laughs> a little bit. We did have. Um, speaking of people feeling comfortable enough to ask questions, we did have a question um, regarding the message. Um, you talked through. I'm trying to look through your notes to see. Um, you talked through, uh, kind of just as, in a passing. Point talked through the idea of, um, oh, when you're talking about not getting growth from Christians joining our church, we're not poaching right. from churches, um, but you brought up, um, feeling that it was unbiblical to church hop or, oh, or, for kind sure. of, yeah. So, <laughs> for a, sure. a question was just, um, like, where do you find that in scripture and how do you work through like saying that? confidently that was just a question that someone had texted in
0: oh well why do i have to prove it why don't you prove me the opposite (laughs) prove me the opposite
1: yeah that's true
0: because why do i need to spend i mean i spiritual accountability (laughs) yeah um don't forsake the gathering of believers yeah uh confess your sins to one another yeah, um, serve one another. The body, each part serves the body. Yeah, and so how are you part of a body? You got to think. The illustration is a body. So yes, there's the global church, but each, you know, but but you find yourself a spiritual covering. So this will be our book recommendation for the day. Um, it's called Undercover by John Bevere. The same guy that wrote Honor's Reward. And you oh. place yourself under covering. So as a church, we don't jump from denomination to denomination do- every two years. Yeah. Why? Because it's very important to have a long time covering. as And an church body, church family, mm. there's, um, there is some symbolism there with the natural family. And my kids don't jump from parent to parent every year, and nor should you have your kids jump from step parent to step parent every couple of years. Mm. What kinds of Man, dysfunction so <laughs> and um, hurt does that cause? Yeah. We place ourselves in a house. These are our brothers and sisters. Yeah. These are my leaders. And then we're there till God reassigns us, which is not church shopping. That is American consumer mentality. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And unless there's gross spiritual abuse. Right. uh, Which people love to say, but hardly ever people love to say it. But it's anyway.
1: I wish we could find something you were passionate about to talk about.
0: Well, <laughs> it just felt like a weird question. Like, oh, prove it. Yeah.
1: No, no. I, I, and, I understand. Yeah. I don't think their motive is like, prove it. It's just like, hey, I, I it, it was texted in a very like, right. I would love to,
0: yeah,
1: you know, maybe they're trying to prove to someone else. <laughs> it was like, we, I would love to have it.
0: We you know, need to have spiritual authority in our life we place ourselves yeah. under spiritual authority i have done that yeah that's why i'm an ordained minister of the assemblies of god there's there's no benefit to me other than they're my spiritual covering yeah that's why i've done it i didn't done it because they pay me no i pay them I, right? <laughs> right. I didn't do it because they served me no actually i serve them yeah. um uh, and that's because that's important.
1: Yeah. Well there's no I guess there's no immediate gratification in it, but there is a long term. There is a long term of you knowing like I'm still preaching the 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 untainted gospel because they hear my messages and know and they'll talk to me when if I start teaching something. I think if outside you jump of,
0: churches, you're like a fad diet a person who lives on fat diets. Yeah, yeah. Atkins, South Beach, Keto, Carnivore, Ezekiel, I don't remember. I don't know all that. But you just jump <laughs> from fat diet to fat diet to fat diet. What yeah. happens? Your doctor is going to tell you you are harming and hurting yourself. Right. And it's the same thing if you are fad diet Christian, church hopping yeah. Christian.
1: Your soul is going through it, shock.
0: Absolutely. Because yeah. the and I speak to this as someone who's gone to this church for 35 years. Yeah. There's spiritual growth. There you know, God's multifaceted. So our ability to experience him I talk about the, you, when we practice Sabbath, we learn God in a new way. Yeah. When we receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we experience God in a new way. When we begin tithing, we experience God in a new way. When we begin to be a kingdom builder giver, we experience God in a new way. When we're part of a local church for a long time, we experience God in a new way. When we allow our circle leader or our pastor or um, an elder brother or sister in Christ correct us Mm -hmm. and rebuke us, we grow in a new way. Yeah. And that just does not happen when you're going fat, when you're fad diet Christianing. Yeah. um, Church shopping, church hopping. Yeah. You will not, you will not grow. Yeah. Oh, I'm growing. I'm growing. How dare you tell me? You're not growing. Yeah. And maybe you're growing, but not nearly to the, the the spiritual depth that you have. Mm. If you, if you, sit somewhere for a long time
1: yeah that's so good
0: well 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 (laughs) i need to go somewhere where i'm being fed well that's a i well (laughs) i've received a sense of myself (laughs) um that is proof of your spiritual immaturity can I be so blunt um the the, a sign of uh, a sign of christian maturity as an ability not to be fed, but to feed others. Mm. And so when you're jumping church to church to be fed, you're you're exposing and showing off your spiritual immaturity. Spiritual maturity is feeding others, yeah. not saying, I need to be fed. So when you're in a church for a long time, what you begin doing, you begin taking care of other people. Yeah. So Zaylin is helping take care of baby Isaac. Reed's helping take care of Kim's baby. You know, we saw it the other day. He's giving her the bottle. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, can you have a blanket so I can prop up this <laughs> bottle? And yeah. here, here's a little four year old taking care of an infant, and then the teenager takes care of the toddler, and the and we're all taking care of each other. Yeah, this is the beauty. This is why heritage is our core value. Yeah, because something amazing and beautiful happens. When four generations of a family are worshiping the Lord together, which does not happen when you're going from church to church every two years.
1: Yeah. it's good.
0: Is that enough of a...
1: (laughs) Feels right. (laughs) No, that's awesome.
0: Let me double down on that because that's going to show up. That'll show up in the message here eventually. Spiritual maturity is when you feed others instead of saying who's feeding me Mm. that is it anytime anyway well i have to leave i'm not being fit it sounds like such a spiritual answer well i i just need the pure meat of the word and we sound spiritual what we're saying is i'm immature and i'm gonna jump right church 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 church.
1: i want i still want the feel goods
0: so (laughs) there you go that's good either have fired people up or made a
1: lot of people hate me we'll find out on Sunday that's awesome you talked even that you talked through generational um uh the uh, the generational idea this week when you worked through um I think it was a cool mindset that you had of like testimonies not having an expiration date like testimonies don't grow stale yeah um you shared that like I, and I like that. That was almost a quick comment that I had just written down when you shared it. You're like, Joshua told the story. Hey, just a side note. We should listen <laughs> to the stories yeah. of people who've been following Jesus for a long time. I thought that was a really good point, too, because we do, I feel like, discredit a generation because they haven't like gone through what we've gone through. or Well, they don't even use smartphones. How can they story be you know what i mean like yeah. i always feel like there's some sort of excuse as to why we don't and i so i love that emphasis and it, it's cool you, you just connected be, them all i just
0: want to be what you know whatever like again it's silly reasons people leave a church but you know it's not just there's just not a lot of people my age here yeah well, you don't want to be surrounded by people only your age, right? What good does that do you? Right You want to have the little kids with innocent faith. You want to have the older saints who have lived through it all yeah. and been faithful through it all. You want to have that diverse, yeah, uh, group of people surrounding you.
1: Yeah, if you're the if you're the youngest, there's now a. A diverse wealth of knowledge that you can take from. Right. If you're the oldest, there's an entire group of people that need the spiritual moms and dads a grandfathers. And beyond
0: that, what do they do? They inspire you. They keep your faith young. Yeah. You know what it does for an 80-year-old when they see teenagers giving their life to the Lord?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like reminds them. It works them through.
0: Yeah. I mean, this Sunday service ends who has tears in his eyes hugging me and saying good word pastor good word pastor Bob Olberg how old yeah. is he now I don't I, I'm not even sure I lost track <laughs> but he must be 85 maybe did he just turn 85 yeah. yeah yeah probably yeah and you know good word pastor good word pastor he is in the annual report baptizing one of his great grandchildren yeah uh, I was told last night he mailed it to his sister the annual report
1: really yeah yeah, yeah that's,
0: that's the heart. That's the yeah. heart. That's the heart. And we're we're, we're making it about changing churches every time, being mad about launching locations. Yeah. Mad about we canceled a ministry or we won't start a ministry or you know, when we say bullcrap answers like oh the the pastors aren't approachable. Um <laughs> You know, and and we we do all these spiritual lies. Yeah. I, I just need to be fed and like put our, all haughty and, and prideful and pious. Yeah, you're missing out on all of the beautiful, amazing. Yeah. Things.
1: Yeah, and we've seen that even throughout the year too. Like I remember when we did the excuse me, the follow Jesus group. I remember there were. There were a, a good amount of people that I kind of emailed and s- after they signed up and said, hey, you're coaching this person. And there were multiple conversations of, well, I, actu- I actually signed up to be coached. And and I was like, yeah, I've been through the curriculum. I really think you're going to get a lot out of being a coach. And again, just trying to now right. shift the mindset of like, like you're saying, like, it's time to feed. It's right. time to feed, not be fed. And we
0: think like, I can't do that. I'm not qualified. Listen, if Reed can take care of his baby sister. <laughs> yeah. All right. Before you can you can hold up a bottle. You can ask some questions. You can share your testimony. You can yeah. share what you're learning. You, you have a lot more to give than you're
1: giving. Anything, yeah. And whatever that insecurity that holds people back. And I know at the end of it, some people felt like, well, this curriculum wasn't <laughs> as... Great as I thought, I was like, "No, it's fantastic." It just, what side of the fence right. are you on for it? Some people yeah. really need it at the level it's at, but I think some people really need to be the ones serving it. And right. so I just, yeah. We, and we've and seen sometimes too,
0: I'll say this. Also, we like we don't like basic stuff, but are we doing the basic stuff? Yeah. So it's like, I just, you know, Kay, hey, could you teach me how you lost weight? Oh yeah. I lowered my calories and I exercise. Hmm. Uh, anything else? No yeah, I just <laughs> but like what did lowered you my calories And, <laughs> and like we, we know that information. yeah, but we don't do it. We want to, wait, tell me, how did you count your you're your taking how many red blood how many how much red meat and how much white meat? <laughs> and we want it to be all complicated and fancy so we feel like no, it's lower your calories. Lower the calories your intake, increase the calories you burn.
1: Yeah, it's
0: if it's the same thing we've all known for thirty years. Right,
1: <laughs> we just want it to be an easier and quicker solution, right? Yeah, we, and, and that comes we down want it to, to sound
0: cooler. We want yeah, to fancier.
1: Right, and that comes down to why we have that outcome. Ah, the the answer can't be a small group. Right, the answer that's that's too easy. It's got to This church has got to just be doing it wrong. I, I need to go somewhere and find where the message is. Honestly, small group curriculum is probably what they want. And it's like, well, it'd be really good for you. Um, but yeah, I think there's that level of those small mundane things. Uh, and just that, that whole idea you had about the... the Just kind of circling back around before we get through to anything else. But you talked through the, the spiritual covering as well. And it made me think through... Um, it's not just about accountability for you. If for some reason our church was in crisis, um, you've built the accountability and the relationship to where even we're not alone as a church now because of our covering. If, if something were to happen to you, like God forbid, if something were to happen to you and you you were in the hospital or something else. We know we have people within our denomination that could come and help us. They could preach while we're all figuring out what to do while we're working through that. Like there's this catastrophe catch. And I think the same thing for in your walk as a Christian, if you don't do that long-term work now, you don't have anyone that catches you in catastrophe. You don't have that that covering and that body of believers that are there with you.
0: Yeah. And I'll say too, spiritually as well, the enemy is seeking about who he can devour. It's a lot easier to devour someone who's traveling from family to family rather than one that's yeah in under a covering of a local church and a yep. local pastor. Absolutely. So he, I mean, that's, that's again, isolation. Yep. Yeah. Tactic he wants to get you out on your own, mm-hmm. because you're a lot easier to deceive,
1: right? On and to your
0: attack own, attack than you know the people of Restoration Church. They're being prayed for by the pastoral staff, but also they're being prayed for by each other. Yeah. And every Sunday morning, as we get together, we're encouraging each other, blessing each other, growing each other, inspiring each other, and yeah, can't can't even say more. I don't know if you've ever heard this saying over and over. I've never said it, but the local <laughs> church is the hope of the world. Yes. Yeah. And to be in a local church and give. Right, giving happens right. to the local church. That's where the blessings of God are promised through serving. You serve your local church, your right. local body. Confession, correction, accountability. I mean, there's just so much that happens within Yeah be a commitment to a body yeah yeah
1: it's important (laughs) it's a big deal that's so good so you went you are did you already just talk about book recommendations you already recommended
0: um uh undercover by john bevere yeah and that's under undercover under the covering of spiritual under the cover of authority so placing yourself under that and again like You have to you have to deliberately do that.
1: I yeah, I want to get that because that he has really become one of my favorite authors. I've started reading like just finishing honors reward and like I just want to talk about it everyone like i want to do i want us to do a sermon series called honors reward so we could do a podcast about honors reward like i want to because everything that he's been sharing has just been so great so that's just from reading that other one i would i recommend that one just because i love how he's written and formulated and how much scripture he uses and i don't know he's he's just really great is that yeah yeah, I wanted to research too. Apparently his wife writes a bunch too. I want to see. They just seem like a family of yeah. <laughs> of a lot of knowledge.
0: Yep. Um, um I'll add this into to, to you know lots of things that we are expecting and hoping for but the two big things so for Kingdom Builders to hit the 250,000. Yeah. 30,000 to Center of the Hope we're wanting to accomplish by April, Yeah, we've already given 2000 of it, so $28,000 left to put that wall around the 20-acre property in the orphanage mm-hmm. and uh, security wall, and then 15000 to build more churches in Cuba and those are two of the bigger Kingdom Builders things, or two two of the global Kingdom Builders things that are close to my heart mm. that, that I want to see happen, so um, yeah, be be praying for those things, asking God, God, you know, what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. How do you want me to be involved? What, God, what could you do through me this year? Yeah. And giving God the opportunity to speak to you and, um, you can do more than you think. That's what my boys have proven to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So good. Anything else we didn't cover that we talked through? I feel like we,
0: I want to, we'll just cover it next week, but (laughs) yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'll just recap the four reasons. The character of God. So we're expecting more because that's who God is. Mm. And we walk through all those. The word of God. The promises throughout scripture. Uh, the history of God, which is the annual report. Of what he did last year. Yeah. He has full ability to do it again. Mm. And then, yeah, obedience to God. We have to do it. He's called us to expect, to have faith, to have vision, to dream dreams. Yeah, And to do otherwise is not the life he's called us to
1: that's good that's awesome so next week we got next gen takeover Ooh, we're gonna hear yeah. we're gonna hear from five is it five
0: is yes yeah, five unless someone gets sick
1: five teens uh if yeah sick or too nervous together that's cool
0: they won't be too nervous
1: yeah you feeling good about it yeah that's awesome they may
0: be nervous when they're on stage but they're, they won't be too nervous to back out
1: yeah yeah and I, uh, you know, we've we've sent um, the 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 worship song that we're doing. Uh, I feel like I keep trying to keep it a surprise. Are we keep it a surprise of who, or we're we just can uh, I? I mean, yeah, you can say. yeah, I mean, so Asher wrote that worship song. Every person on the worship department that I've sent it to, it's like one line in, and they're like, "I gotta finish this later. I don't have any tissues near me
0: because
1: yeah. um, it's." It really is a beautiful song. I
0: yeah.
1: I'm I'm excited for all of those things. Like it's a different year for next gen yeah. takeover. I just feel it's it's a it's a serious focus on what they're capable of. Right. Yeah, so, we've
0: we've unleashed them, I feel like, in yeah. a lot of ways. Like this isn't a cutesy message that they've worked on. Like I've I've tasked them. Here's your passage. You need to read these commentaries. You need to write notes. That's so cool. We, we they had five homework assignments getting to the place where we're at on Saturday. We're getting together on Saturday to yep. practice being on the stage, talking on the microphone, preaching it together. Yep. But yeah, it's not like a cutesy devotional. Like They've, yeah. they've been studying and, and working hard. So, so cool. Yeah.
1: It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Unreal. I cannot wait.
1: Sweet. Oh, one thing we should try now. We're just going to have a quick planning meeting on the podcast. We really should see if we can get them all together for this. Maybe we can get Obviously, them to hang out after church. After day. church and set up. If we already have five microphones set up, right. maybe we we'll just throw it on the stage and and do it with them. But all right, we we should definitely get that. I think that would be really cool. Absolutely. Perfect. All right. Well, tune in for next week then, and we'll hopefully do it.
0: Yes. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bro.